Hello again, my friends. I hope you are well, or as well as can be expected under the circumstances. The leak of Justice Samuel Alito's first draft opinion, overturning Roe v. Wade, came from inside the Supreme Court, which makes any inquiry into the source of the leak particularly difficult. No law or code of conduct says how a breach inside the court should be investigated. The leak draft is dated February 10th, and it's probably obsolete by now, as other justices have had time to offer critiques, dissents, and revisions. But according to another leak from the court, this one occurring last week, the five-member majority to overturn Roe remains intact. Last week's leak came to the Washington Post from what the Post called three conservatives close to the court who, like others, spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss a sensitive matter. Now, these leaks are not the only ones shaking official Washington right now. Last Wednesday, the New York Times, citing, quote, senior American officials, unquote, disclosed that the United States is providing Ukrainian officials with locational details of Russian movements that Ukrainians have used to target and kill Russian generals. Then on Thursday, NBC reported, again citing American officials, that U.S. intelligence helped Ukraine locate the Moskva, Russian flagship in the Black Sea, which Ukraine subsequently sank. President Biden was so livid about these leaks, according to Times columnist Tom Friedman, who received a leak about Biden's reaction to the leaks, that Biden called the director of national intelligence, the director of the CIA, and the secretary of defense to make clear in the strongest and most colorful language that this kind of loose talk is reckless and has got to stop immediately before the United States ends up in an unintended war with Russia. Now, Supreme Court drafts don't normally leak. Insiders tell me that the Alito draft isn't the first. They don't leak because the stakes are not normally as high as they are with the court's decision to abandon Roe. By contrast, American foreign policy decisions leak all the time in a continuous gusher Richard Nixon's Watergate plumbers were, after all, trying to discover who leaked the Pentagon Papers to the New York Times. As you recall, Nixon couldn't plug the leaks. Every time he tried, they grew leakier. They ultimately drove him out of office. Years ago, when I was Secretary of Labor, I sent a memo marked confidential to Bill Clinton about why and how the minimum wage should be raised. I took pains to make sure only his eyes saw the memo because I did not want the initiative to be sabotaged. I knew it would be if it got out. The very next day, it was in the Wall Street Journal. Some people in Washington leak information to the media to make themselves feel important. Others do it to kill initiatives they don't like. Others do it to fuel initiatives they want. A few, like journalists, spies, and insider traders, make money by buying and selling leaks. But the biggest reason Washington is so leaky has to do with the way the city is organized. Now, remember, Washington is a one-company town. Just about everyone 
who works in the upper reaches of government has a spouse or best friend or lover who works in another part of the upper reaches of government, or in a firm that's lobbying the government, or in the media that's reporting on the government. In a one-company town like this, personal intimacies are indistinguishable from public gossip. Everyone knows someone extremely well who knows someone else extremely well who knows someone who has a delicious secret. Now, every city has its public gossip, the juiciest tidbits of which no one else yet knows, but everyone will be talking about as soon as they are circulated. In Boston, it's sports and coaches. In San Francisco, it's restaurants and chefs. In New York, it's money and insider financial deals. In Washington, it's politics and power. Confidential political information confirms the power on the leaker, who by leaking confers power on the leaky. Leaks thereby move swiftly from one dear ear to the next, shared over breakfast, brunch, lunch, coffee, cocktails, receptions, dinners, late drinks, wee hour assignations, early hour assignations and get-togethers, early coffees, all in a slightly lowered voice or a behind-the-hand whisper, typically with a knowing smirk. These conversations and handoffs cement personal relationships in the nation's capital. When it comes to secrets, the real size of a city is measurable not in terms of the number of people inhabiting the city, but in the velocity with which secrets flow. By this measure, Washington, D.C. is one of America's tiniest villages, with a main street running about a block. Every secret will get out. Every memorandum will leak. Every paper marked confidential will leak even faster. 